Right. Yeah, you you know share at your discretion, but you can and you can cuss, you can say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> I'm no pro editionist What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Husband and Wife Talk Podcast. My name is Corey. My name is Alex. And today we have not one, but, but two. two of my favorite people on the planet. We have Nathan Chang and Peter Ireland. Welcome! Hey! Hey! Nate's been on the show, I feel like this is like four times, five times maybe now? Uh, it's the third time. Third time. Oh, no, third time. because we did Fourth? We did two with you and then you were on uh, Katie, or no. Katie Jones. Oh. Katie Jones. Well, wasn't I just like sitting on the sidelines? No, you were there. Oh. You, you had a mic. Oh, at least as I was like sort of on the sidelines. Yeah. Just like drinking on the floor. Because we were talking floor. about Bachelor stuff. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, uh, welcome, guys. <laughs> Um, Happy to be here. Thanks yes. for having us. We got rosé, we got whiskey, we got water. <laughs> we're, we're hanging out. <laughs> we got water. Um, well, we've been wanting to get Pete and you on the podcast. Obviously, Nate, we, we love having you on. But Pete has, he might be like my favorite person. He's like my new favorite person. I love you, but yeah. Pete's pretty great. Yes, Mine too. He's, he's my favorite person too. <laughs> I'm my favorite person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, got, we have your dog Otis running around here somewhere. Um, before we get started, let's go through Wednesday Wisdom. Alex, you want to lead the pack? Sure. Um, it's something that I stopped. There's a... Okay. I stopped saying the word should a long time ago, and I, I have tried um, just because I feel like there's, there's like, there's negative connotations to it. And it makes me feel pressured when I think, or when I say to myself, like I should be doing X, Y, Z. And I felt that during quarantine, it's kind of crept back into my vocabulary of like, I should be doing this. And there's just, and especially with, we were talking about this before we pressed record is like, what's going on and what you should be saying, what you should not be saying. And so it's a reminder for me and a reminder for everyone else, like take out should from your vocabulary and see how you can reframe your thoughts. Um, and, and especially during quarantine, like being more, um, just careful about the words Mm. you choose and the things you say to yourself. So Mm. that's my Wednesday wisdom. That's really good. I feel that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My Wednesday wisdom is to be kind to your neighbor. We've been without internet since April 1st at our apartment, and our upstairs neighbor graciously created a guest network and has let us use it for the duration of two full months. months. Um, Godsend. Wow. Yeah. So, so nice. And they didn't, we kept telling them, like, so we, nice. we will pay, we will pitch in. They were like, no, don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, it must suck to not have internet. Yeah, they were they're super cool. So kind. And then, like, last week, they were like, hey, guys, like, the internet's being super laggy. And we've been limiting it to, like, one or two devices to, like, really yeah. try to just make sure that we're not doing that. And they were right. like, hey, it's been a little laggy. I'm like, we'll jump off. Oh, wow. So we finally called Optimum, who's just sending people into houses. Um, but Verizon won't send anyone in. I mean, our office is like still without yeah, internet. Yeah, still waiting. Maybe we'll switch to Optimum. <laughs> good, internet, good internet is I'd hard sooner to die. I know. <laughs> Dude, me too. We, we put our feet in the mud for a long time. Like yeah. Two months. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my Wednesday wisdom. Love thy neighbor. Especially in New York. I, I feel like you never really learn who your neighbor is or know your neighbor in no, New York. No, no, no. 
But we actually know quite a, peop- quite a few people in our yeah, building back, now. We're on like text threads with a couple of them, so yeah. it's nice. We're starting but, to get to know our neighbors from the having I mean, a dog. Having a foster dog. Yeah. People just talk to you. Oh, it's yeah. It's great. Really? Yeah. Met almost oh, my, yeah. all these yeah. people. Especially with that cute face that he yeah. has. So oh, cute. And then put a scarf on him. Stop it. <laughs> everyone it talks to you. The scarf makes him infinitely cuter. And then it everyone, does. It's and then so sweet. Everyone yeah. Will stop it. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been uh, crazy for us because we have a window that faces, we're on the first floor, faces the street, and our cats get up there. And last night, this woman walked by and just stopped. And she's like, oh, my God, I love your cat. And our, our window is open a crack. Wow. <laughs> I was like, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, just people staring in. It's kind of A lot weird. of people take pictures uh, of Jude, too. Yeah. Also, because he's a ginormous cat. We should put, like, a hashtag sticker on Instagram. Yeah, get him an Instagram cat. See how many followers he can get just from your walk by. Yeah. I'm on Instagram. The Bushwick kitty cat. That's awesome. Put a Venmo account for him. See if you can make some money out of that. Patreon. Just in the window, yeah. Uh, what about you guys? Any wisdom to drop for us? Mine would be, I mean, look, I have been editing a doco that you guys know, and I've been watching my dad, inter- me interviewing my dad and him talking about stuff, and he's always said this to mm-hmm. me, but it just somehow rung true recently with everything. It's like life is a journey, not a destination. Mm, yeah. You know? I, so I personally just focus so hard on getting somewhere, being there, you know, being that person I need to be right now rather than enjoying the moment, enjoying the journey. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. And mine's sort of along the same lines. I just watched, or we just watched Becoming, Michelle Obama's documentary. yes. Also her book. Yes. And I highly recommend watching it. It's so Mm. good. She is like such a beautiful person and just like my idol. But there's this one moment where she's like with this group of teenagers and this one girl is like, how do you face like being a black woman in politics? And like, it was this giant question. And she was like, you can't take all of that on yourself. Like you're in school, like focus on doing really well at school. Yeah. And that I think ties in with like, focus on the journey. Like don't, mm-hmm. it's so easy, especially now with so much going on, it's so easy to just feel so under the weight of mm. so much, so yeah. burdened by everything. Yeah. Um, and I think breaking it down into smaller bite-sized pieces and just being like, what can I do really well right yeah. now yeah. to yeah. help? Yeah, I feel like a lot of, um, there's like a lot of pressure from society to like do it all, all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm reading yeah. her book right now, and it's so wonderful and so beautiful. Yeah. And I want to read it now. It just really makes me. I know what this miss is the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> the good old days. We came out of watching that. They're such beautiful going, oh. people. Yeah, they're I know. just such kind people, and they're like wonderful. reading and learning about young Michelle and Barack Obama, and oh yeah, just it's so inspiring. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Yeah. 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 Oh. Well, anyway. <laughs> so anyway, that's of... been podcast. <laughs> and done. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, young Michelle Obama, uh, Pete, you have kind of an interesting uh, growing up story. <laughs> right? Segway. Oh, wow. wow. Great segoo. Yeah. Segui. Um, that's, that's one of the things I found most fascinating about uh, you is you grew up essentially on a boat with... <laughs> A ton of siblings. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you're doing a documentary about it, so maybe we yes. can kind of like talk like sure. hand in hand. Tell me a little bit about growing up on a boat. Sure. So I grew up on multiple boats. So as the family got bigger, the boats got bigger. <laughs> so it started off, I think the first boat I was on, I was one and a half. 
and it was a catamaran and we just lived on that and just sailed Queensland up and back, up, up, up maybe to Cairns and then back to Brizzy. And then the family, Mick, my younger brother, got on the last boat, which was a little yacht. And then we all came back to land for like, I think it was like four years or three years or something. And then we all six of us and my two parents went on a 65 foot yacht. Six plus the two parents or yeah, so eight. eight. Yeah. <laughs> it was quite the sight. It's like six sun bleached. I imagine that's like children. watching like ducklings just kind yeah. of like walking yeah. down. Like, and my little sister was super tan going. with like <laughs> yeah. super, super blonde hair. Yeah. 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 And my sister was 12 months at the time. So she was a baby, baby. Wow like in diapers and all that stuff. So it like as an adult now, I just think, holy shit. Like yeah. they were 30, 32, 33 when they did that. They wow. bought their first boat with Ooh. the kids when they were 23. <laughs> wow. They went sailing first when they were 23 with their two, two eldest children. I'm just like, holy shit, my parents are crazy. <laughs> like crazy to take six kids in the middle of the ocean. It's like, wow. So like, what is, what is it, what is it? structure for a child look like with that many kids on a boat for schooling and like meal time and, so and was, play time yeah. like you can't really run i mean i guess depending on how big the boat is but you can't really just like run around and be wild well that's the beauty about water you can the uh. water is far more tiring than land just come back you just throw him <laughs> it was really great because we were six so it was an even number we all paired off Honestly, yeah. we all just went into pairs and we all just played with each other. It was like we barely fought because we couldn't. Like our parents had a huge bit of driftwood mm -hmm. that was called the smacking stick. Mm -hmm. And it had the smacking <laughs> stick written on it. So if you were naughty, because we had, my parents had to be super strict because obviously it's a fairly dangerous environment yeah. if we were like being yeah. silly or whatever. Um, so we would get a smack with the smacking stick. So we were all petrified of that. But... We were all relatively well behaved. We did. We woke up in the morning, went for a swim, fished, and then did school for like two hours a day, maybe an hour a day, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe thirty minutes, maybe none some days. Uh, and then we all just played. We all just fished and played. So my parents did it in a way that we never were too far away from land. Okay. So was you know, was like, could you see land or like some sail? Sailing that coastline, you generally sail along the coastline. Yeah. But depending on what part of it is, you don't see land. Sometimes you do see land. We stayed in marinas a lot. Like we yeah. stayed in Cairns Marina for like two months, I think. Yes. So. so how old were you when you stopped living on a boat? So I stopped the boat when I stopped living on a boat when I was 10. And my older brother was like 12 and a half at the time. So, wow. so he had lived on a boat all 12 years. Well, all Almost. apart from those four years when we were back oh, at land yeah. and stuff. So he, but the reason why my parents came back to land was they wanted to give their kids like a proper high school education. That's what mm -hmm. you call it here. High school, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. 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 What do you call it? High school. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's it's different. Oh, <laughs> different culture, oh, Alex. Yeah, it's a different culture. College, yeah. High school. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, go on. <laughs> um, but they wanted to give us like a high school education. So, you know, yeah. the, the formative years, 
where like we were literally learning maths with an orange, you know, like mm-hmm. well, here's a quarter of an orange. Here's a, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, and not like being taught by an orange. Not, <laughs> 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 Professor Orange. <laughs> <laughs> He was a little bit seedy. So. Oh! <laughs> bum, bum. No. Good answer. Oh, good answer. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Desperately trying to think of another one. Yeah. So, <laughs> so how did you, I mean, you're also a filmmaker. Yeah. Um, how did you kind of get into that? Was it something that you like always knew you wanted to be doing or was it like? No, when I lived on the boat, I was desperate to be a clown. <laughs> <laughs> what? Desperate. You like wanted to go to clown college and yeah, like learn we, we how to came, be a clown. We came ashore and I think it was at Bundaberg Marina and we went to the barbecue because all yachties go ashore and they have barbecues together and socialize. And this sailor was dressed as a clown and he just brought <laughs> so much laughter and love to the whole like group of people. And I remember then seeing him thinking, I want to be a clown. I want to be a clown. And that's all I wanted to do. And I was obsessed with clowns. Obsessed. Right up until, like, I think, I don't want to say. Last month? (laughs) Probably yesterday. (laughs) Well, now you're dating one, so that's perfect. It's true. Jesus. The biggest clown of all. So did you like, like when you were on the boat with your family, did you like do clown stuff and like learn tricks and did full performances for them? Did all of this stuff. I was the performer. I need to see. Did you have a clown name? No. Um, My mom, when we, when we came back to LA, my mom sent me to clown school. She's like, we're going to send you to clown school. We know, and we know it's your dream. And I get there and I burst into tears. Oh. I was like, I don't want to do this. Cause we just came back to land. And when yeah. the transition from being confined <laughs> to the hull of a boat with. You're like, I'm same, already weird enough. <laughs> people, Yeah. And then going into like, it was essentially a drama school going yeah. into this room full of like foreign people. And this drama teacher saying, project your voice. It was like traumatizing. So, wow. Wow. Never looked back six. It was like, I don't want to be a clown. And even touch it. <laughs> That's crazy. My best friend's dad, uh, Chance's dad went to clown college and apparently like getting into clown college was actually extremely hard. And like the process of being interviewed was mm. like, they wanted you to have all these talents. He ended up being the drama teacher for his high school for a long time, but it's like not easy. It's hardcore. It's not an it's easy like, thing to do. I think it's a misnomer that it's like, yeah. you know, anyone could be a clown. Well, I mean, if you think about all of the skills after, and it's also performing. Right. Like it's acting, right? It's yeah. like making a believable comedic And you gotta fit in that car. That's true. That's true. You gotta with fit in that so tiny car. Many other <laughs> with so many people. Yeah. So after so after you didn't really want to be a clown anymore, how long after that did you find filming? So I I mean it took a while. I I um I went I went to high school and I did film and TV in high school and just from that point on I was like, I never left the edit suite. Like Wow. I was in the edit suite after school, lunch times, all the way through. Like I just never left it. I became really good friends with my film and TV teacher. Out at the at end of year, our seniors do a run around and they wave their shirts. Mm-hmm. It's like year twelve finished, blah 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 blah. I totally missed that because I was sitting in the edit suite <laughs> editing. Oh, it was wow. like my god. Um, and then ended up working back at the school, like left, and then three months later came back as like a tutor for that school. That's and, so cool. Yeah, I loved it. That was when I was like. I, this is what I need to do. Tell stories. This yeah. 
So. It's it's funny when that moment happens. It happened for me in college. I found it like later, but mm. I had a really great teacher yeah. who went to high school with George Lucas. And wow. I like was doing music and I was like, I want to document this. Like I want to do all these things. So he like gave me a bunch of equipment and like what tutored me. And then when I, um, uh, I did like a short documentary for this big dance festival that our college was holding. And her teacher was like, Hey, if you want to run around and do like a short film, we'll, we'll put it up on the thing. And then through that, I got a commissioned documentary for this dance, for the, mm. this big dance festival. But he was like there the whole way. And then, uh, for the documentary, I had to go to DC to like do all this documentation and go to the library and get all these archived footage. And this guy was like 85 years old. No, he he's, was like, how old was Wes? No, he's 70. Now he's probably in his seventies. Mid seventies. Yeah. But he's a he, hundred years old. He, he like, he like came with <laughs> my me. mind. He's a thousand. <laughs> And like helped me and like taught me all these yeah. things. It and is phenomenal. The just... power of a good teacher. Like <gasps> yeah. honestly, it is like life changing what they do. Like yeah. especially at a teenage age, like mm -hmm. what they can like put on a child's life. I, the first person I came out to was my drama teacher. Wow. Really? First person in the whole world. She just, I wrote her a letter. And she had no idea. I just wrote her a letter. I said, I just need to tell you something. And she was my drama teacher. But wow. she just made this space so comfortable that yeah. I thought, I need to tell her something. And then I wrote her a letter. And she was so supportive and lovely and amazing. But it's those 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 moments of teaching that people don't understand like the profound impact they have on like those students' lives. I yeah. think it's really amazing. And I feel like everyone has, for the most part, that teacher that like really... Yes. Yeah. inspired them and yeah and yeah yeah, yeah. that's yeah. crazy um switching gears a little bit well okay how did you get to the states when did you come to the states i came to the states two and a bit years ago yeah yeah two yeah. and a bit years ago like two and a half years ago and were you were working for yeah. mtv working in for mtv australia no working for mtv in london oh, but i'm right. working for mtv in argentina <laughs> <laughs> and working for mtv london first then mtv argentina and then MTV. And they yeah. did you tell them that you wanted to go to New York or did they just send you? No, I was it was always a thing. It was always the end goal. Mm. The mm. States was always York. the end goal. And I remember when I was working for MTV in London, I was trying to get across here <clears throat> at that point in time. And I was just so lucky because I was creative director of MTV International, which was based in Buenos Aires mm -hmm. because the labor's cheaper, mm. first and foremost. Mm. Um, and How long did you live there? A year, well, just wow. over a year. It was fucking amazing. Oh, I can only imagine. It was so amazing. Oh I was only God. meant to go for three months. I was just meant to go. Now they helped them establish a creative team and then come back. I was at that point going to live in Australia again. Yeah. Come back to Australia. And I went there and at the end of like two months, I was like, wow, this is really quite phenomenal. But I went <laughs> over knowing no Spanish. I was like, it's all right. I'm only going to go for three months. I'll learn some basic <laughs> Spanish. Yeah. Little did I know, like in Buenos Aires, it's it's like in Paris. It's like the no. they just won't speak English. And if you don't try to speak Spanish, they're yeah. going to be like, no, I'm not going to even try to speak yeah. English to you. So um, it was a very steep learning curve. But yeah, went from Argentina over to... In that States. year, do you, did you learn... And like enough Spanish yeah. to communicate. Let's hear, like, let's hear a little. Uh, let's no, hear a little no. Spanish. <laughs> Hola. <laughs> I think Nathan knows way more Spanish than me. I, <laughs> I have. I had real issues learning Spanish. <laughs> I don't know what my brain. It's like he lived in Argentina for a year. And we went to Costa Rica, and he could not. 
speak a word of Spanish. I, I spoke. <laughs> you don't use it, you lose it. <laughs> yeah. You don't use it, you lose it. When I um, I true. was studying French in college, um, I only did two semesters of it. And when I went after doing those two semesters, I went to Paris that summer. And for some reason, when I was in France, all I could think of was all of the Spanish I'd learned in high school. Yeah, wow. Like, I, it, it, there's something that's weird. And then I went to go visit my friend who was living in Italy. And then when I was in Italy, like, all I wanted to do was speak French. And when I went to... Um, like, language dyslexia. I really do. And then when I was, when I was um, in uh, Tel Aviv... It was like I could speak any language but English or Hebrew. Oh, <laughs> it was God. so strange. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, and how did you two meet? We met at a... I, so you tell the story. I want to hear how you tell the story. <laughs> it's a oh. meet cute, right? We met in, a, in the gutter. <laughs> yes. Nathan was, Nathan was rolling and spreading as he was. <laughs> I'm like, that's my I kind was of man. flying high in the gutter. Um, no, we actually met at a bar in Midtown um, through friends. So my, my best friend, Derek, worked on a cruise ship. And when he was uh, working on that ship, he met um, like this Australian couple. And they became mm-hmm. very good friends. Um, and then I'd always been hearing through Derek, like, oh, my Australian friends, my Australian friends, whatever, mm-hmm. like on and on and on. He wouldn't shut up about them. And so there was one night where this, his Australian friends were in New York and they were all going out. And I was like, okay, I'll meet you out. So I met, I went out and I met them. And then his Australian friends brought their Australian friends, ah, nice. <laughs> and, which is how I met Pete and his sister Mel. They were both there. Um, oh, I didn't and know I your just, sister was there. Yeah. So yeah. I was just like chatting them up, <laughs> talking and then uh and then i was like well how long are you guys here for <laughs> like trying to figure out like where they came from like how long they were going to be in town yeah and his sister was like oh actually pete lives here <laughs> and i was like oh and then i got obliterated and went dancing and lost him <laughs> i mean look, nathan's version of chatting up is just being nathan just so nice and sweet <laughs> yeah. and chatting the thing that turned it for me was like my sister went to the bar to get everyone a drink and Nathan and I were having a really good, I was like, now's the time to do the chat ups, you know, cause my sister's not right there and now we can get a bit flirty. But he literally was like, oh, look, your sister's sitting at the bar, uh, standing at the bar by herself. Let me go and stand with her so she has some company. Aww, and I was like, oh, that's so, so nice. <laughs> what and a sweetheart. Like, yes, sweet. I was blacked out. I don't remember a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but even when you're blacked, like, this is the thing with Nate. Like, it's really hard to tell when he's blacked out. Yes. He's mm. so good at controlling, you know, and it's like. So you never know. Yeah. Like he'll be like, oh man, I'm like, I'm like, we we were you were fine. We had such great conversations. <laughs> That's great to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Never does anything embarrassing. I feel like it's once I get once I get by myself. That's when all the embarrassing no, I things. Can, well, I, can, <laughs> yeah. I can tell now. You see enough now. So you guys have a very like inspiring relationship in that you both work in the same field. You both do mm-hmm. exactly the same things. You're both directors. You're both filmmakers. You're both editors. You're both extremely talented. What is the... Yes. Re- <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> what is that like uh, creatively? Are, do you guys like... I mean, because I don't think we've ever worked on a project together. Maybe one... T- I can, I, nothing's coming to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, how often are you guys bouncing ideas back and forth? It must be so nice to have another pair of eyes on edits. I think like specifically. 
And how often do you ask for feedback? Do you listen, want to listen, listen, listen to Nathan's version? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to listen to your partner it's, when they give you feedback. I think it's, I, I agree completely with you. I think it's really great at like being with someone in the same field because they just understand mm-hmm. everything. Like he understands the hours and he understands the scope of what I'm doing. And anytime I complain about something, he's right there and just as angry as I am about anything or, or you know, or celebrating all the things just the way I want him to celebrate it, you know, because <laughs> he gets yeah. it. Yeah. That's amazing. But um, I think I struggle sometimes with showing him edits and ask actually asking for his feedback on stuff because I really don't want it a lot of times like a lot of times I, I like i'm really trying i mean as all creatives are we're really trying to develop our own voice and i'm trying to build hollywood to a thing that i want and i'm trying to build my own self-confidence too um and so i really try actively not to lean too much on feedback from him yeah and also i i'm really what i've learned from like so I was just a creative doing just my own work, doing all that stuff. And then for me to stay in the countries that I've lived in, I've had to take this full-time work and then eventually became a creative director, all that kind of stuff. Mm. And I was trained in very direct oh, yeah. like creative feedback. And I think sometimes my filter has just disappeared. So I'm just like mm. straight to the point of like, yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't work. Blah, 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 blah. Like I'm just really like straight in, no feelings attached. And I he think gives really good feedback. He does. Sometimes it's a bit, it's it's a touch brutal, I think, maybe. So Nathan's like, I'll just leave that one where it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not the brutal feedback. It's just that I want to be able to trust my own work, mm. you know? Yeah. Mm. And I don't want to lean mm. on it because you do mm. give great feedback. Mm. But I want I want to feel confident that what I'm putting out is is good and like is what I yeah, want, yeah, you know, yeah, without yeah. being too Confidence much. Confidence in your own voice. Without always being like, yeah. what do you think of this? Like, yeah, this is yeah, good. Yeah. Am I doing the right thing? Yeah. 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 yeah, that's good. No, that's good. I mean, I called you for feedback uh, and you for feedback on the project I was working on and you guys gave me great feedback mm. and I didn't go with some of the advice because like number one, I was under the gun for time mm, and number two, mm. I was like, I kind of, yeah. I kind of like it you the way it, it is, yeah. Yeah. you know, and that could come back to bite think, me in the I ass. I think that, or... that also makes a strong, like, creative person of knowing, like, what, like, this I remember story, as a, yeah. a choreographer, when I was a young choreographer, like, when my teachers would give me feedback, I had, I assumed that I had to input all of their feedback, and it took me a while to mature and realize, like, no, I can still make my own decisions, and it's, like, it's okay if yeah. we clash and yeah. have different opinions, and I think that's, that's good. Yeah. But the feedback was spot on, and I I definitely agree with the learning to trust your own. Uh, it takes a thing. while. Yeah. It yeah. really takes a while, and it takes some failures, and it takes some success to start to know your voice and trust your voice. Definitely, you know, because yeah. mm-hmm. you never know how any kind of creative output, whether it's dance, music, film, yeah. You, yeah. you never know how an audience member is going to receive it. You know, and it's so hard to share your work because yeah. it's yeah. so personal. Yeah. But I mean. I just I think yeah, I think what's happening now though is that more and more Pete's realizing Pete is knowing my style and knowing what how I like things to be and yeah. so when he will watch things he'll give feedback sort of through the lens of me too yeah mm-hmm. which oh, is oh that's a powerful which piece. is getting which is great yeah yeah no but so he'll say things like yes for you and like what you're trying to go for that's that works yeah. gotcha that's it's not, so it's not necessarily something he would do but it's yeah he gets what 
my style is. Yeah. yeah. There's a wonderful synergy, I think, yeah. in the way we like look at each other's work and see what each each of us is trying to project or create here. And that's where it's a lovely bit of constructive feedback, I think. Yeah. Too. yeah. yeah. And I think that you guys have a good, I mean, I've been around you guys uh, a fair amount and like you have such a good like rapport with each other and it just seems like you guys really trust each other, mm. which mm. is you know, when you are around other couples, sometimes you can see that there's like, oh, I can't share this with them or yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not willing to subject myself to that, mm-hmm. which is like unfortunate. But it, it really says, I think it speaks a lot to the relationship and the value you put on each other's feedback because mm. it's it's really hard to like share stuff with each other, yeah. especially creative. It's the most, per- I, it's the most personal. Thing. It's, it, and it also when you're <laughs> sharing stuff with, not just your partner, just with anyone for feedback, like when you're sitting in the room, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we just we just oh, went through this no. it's just like i just showed nathan the first edit of the documentary yeah. and i just wanted to get feedback from him and we had like we had three we bought three bottles of rosé and we're like that's excessive let's make froze later we'll just have one bottle tonight and we pressed play on the documentary and then by the out by the hour and 15 minutes later i had three empty bottles beside me <laughs> nathan still <laughs> nathan still had his one you're just glass. nervous yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, and to have your, cause your documentary is about your family. It's mm. like, a, it's been explained to me as like kind of a love letter yeah, to yeah, your family. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, not only is it Super just like, personal. A, like a personal project, but it's like the most personal yeah, project. Yeah. So I can imagine that the anxiety was pretty high. How did it go? I mean, it's great. He gave great feedback, yeah. you know, I can't was wait that, to see it. Was that nerve? Like, were you nervous watching it or were you? I was so excited to watch it. Yeah. I didn't think. I was always under the impression I wouldn't watch it until it was like done, done, done. done. Mm. So I was very excited to kind of watch it in its early stages. Yeah. Um, but no, I thought I would be nervous giving feedback. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or even having anything to say. That was <laughs> yeah. <what> I, <laughs> yeah. But I actually, when it finished, it was very easy. Yeah. It was very easy to just like chat through things. And yeah. Ask yeah. questions, and I thought I think it went really well. Yeah. That's awesome. We're still together, so. <laughs> That's well. what he thinks. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. If anything's gonna, if anything's gonna give you guys trouble, I've, I've heard it's Zelda or Mario Kart. Oh, and I've don't talk Mario about Kart Zelda. We just finished, and we're very sad. It's oh, over. Oh. It's the end of an era. It's the end of an era. <laughs> It was so. Those are such good times. <laughs> Can you not play like play it again? No, no. you beat it. Once you beat the game, it's done. Look, I really? haven't played. I haven't played video games since I was like Zelda: 12. Breath of the Wild. Yeah, is but... maybe the best game ever created. Honestly, it, it was so fun. It was. It was. It was really fun days. I don't know. Go on. Yeah, they're gone. Oh, R.I.P. Zelda. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Zelda. Um, Have you two ever worked on a project together? Yeah. In, in like what? an editor. Oh yeah. Director capacity. We just did. A, we just worked kind of. Well, worked, you did collaborate s- on a music video together. Oh yeah. And um, you've done ver. You did the verb and stuff. Some of the verb. Oh I, yeah. Yeah. I Nathan did some work for, for MTV. MTV. Yeah. I did some MTV editing. Yeah. And so were you his? He edited like, our boss? showreel. Yeah. So we've switched, 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 and swatched. Yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> We've switched and swatched. (laughs) (laughs) And how is that working together? It was, I remember the first, when I was at MTV here in New York and we had an excess of edit work. And I remember reaching out to you to say, do you want to do it? 
And you were like, yes. And you did. And it was fine. It was fine. <laughs> Do you um, think he was going to top you off? We're um, getting wine. Did you we're think that he break. was going to offer to top you off? You never know if Corey's <laughs> very kind. You, you never know. Yeah, he is very kind. Um, <laughs> I think it takes a very strong couple to be able to work together, especially creatively. Yeah. To be like all in all the time. It, it's it's a lot it can be it can be a lot for certain couples yeah i think also like that has a lot to do with nathan like he's so chill honestly i think if it was if it was a double me there would be constant head back <laughs> you know what's really i, I want to echo that sentiment because he nathan is so like infinitely patient mm. and it's actually you know they say like you're the sum of all the people that you hang out with i've actually picked up on a lot yeah. of his patience and his calm because we are very different but I've, I've done a lot of work personal work around outward facing anxiety like because mm. i am a very i have a lot of anxiety all the time but watching him kind of swim above the water has been like a it's a cool move for and i've tried to implement that in my own life and just be like everything's fine yeah you know and then like of course i got hit with like the most difficult client i've had to deal with in a while and i was just like it's fine like, yeah. you know, yeah. but it's like, it's nice when you hang out with those people who are that calm. Cause it, it definitely is rubbed off on me. I, yeah. I don't know. I, what do you think? Yeah. No. Yeah. I yeah. No, I've seen a lot of change in your anxiety levels over the years. Yeah, for I sure. have too. Of course. Yeah. Well, it's, and that whole idea of like, and we've talked about this, like killing your old self, you know, I think mm -hmm. is a really yeah. powerful it's a powerful thing. I mean, I do that sad. every fucking three years. Yeah. I think, it's, honestly. The patience doesn't come naturally. <laughs> Well, I think to an extent it does, but I work I work pretty hard on it. I've started to realize that now that we live together. Oh, <laughs> yeah. really? You can tell when he's just like, like, because he's been working. You guys have had work, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I haven't had work. I've been playing with Otis all day, every day, and scratches and bites. <laughs> but it's like, I will get bored, and I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, well, we just need to start hanging out with each other. That's what, that's what she's telling. Work like, from what home, they now? said. <laughs> it's it's eleven thirty in the morning. He's like, "What do you want? What do you think? You want a drink?" <laughs> I'm like, "I have so much work to do." Yeah, yeah. No, it's been crazy. I I have like seventy more hours of things I need to deliver, and I'm and I'm like sitting there. And she's like, "Let's like, go for a walk," and I'm like. Okay. Like, okay, sure, sure. Let's it's do it. It's good, though. It's That's good. good, though. I miss... This is why I was so excited when, that he was going to move here, because if when he's not here, <laughs> I just work. Yeah. I just work, 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 yeah. work. Yeah. And it's yeah, so good do. to have him here to yeah. be like, let's go for a walk. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I'm trying to balance the, the beauty of COVID and the um, work aspect. And I, I think we've been doing a pretty good job because it is nice to just be at home and like, yeah. out. and then when I really need to get stuff done, thank God we have an office that I can self isolate yeah, exactly. and like so, leave. Yeah, yeah exactly. But it, it was really funny because Alex's <laughs> love language is quality time. And I, <clears throat> I got a last minute request. They're like, I need, we need 18 hours of video done. And it was, I had, it was due Monday and that was I Friday. I had 16 hours to do it, essentially. Ooh. So I was like, cool, I can do this. Like, I can do this. And then, so I went to go leave 
And she's like, why are you leaving? (laughs) She was like, legit. I'm like, we have literally spent every day for the last three months together. I'm, I'll be back tonight. Like, what is going on with you? So she was just like, no. And then I got home and she's like, I haven't seen you all day. And honestly, it's like, it's like, honestly, it's like, I see it in Otis. It's like, you go to take the rubbish out and then they come back and you're like, oh my God, it's so good to see you. Because you just get you around someone twenty four seven. It's like yeah, and I'm one of those people. I do like being alone. Like mm. I, I value yeah the my alone time to live. That's how I best focus. I can't like I see people play, play Twitch on the internet and they're playing a game and they're talking. Yeah, like I, I can't yeah. do that. I have to just be laser focused or I, I get nothing done. And yeah. even sometimes in the office, if there's people there, it's hard for me to like. I just yeah. gotta put the headphones on. Oh, God, yeah. I think we're similar in that way because I I have a lot of trouble when I'm, there are a lot of distractions. Like just focusing, I get really I start feeling anxious that I'm not like accomplishing anything yeah. because every time I try to do something, I'm like pulled in a different mm. direction. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I just want to finish this. Mm. <laughs> and that's been kind of the beauty of like like our friendship is like over the years learning how we both work. I mean, mm-hmm. we spend so much time together. It's like good to just be like i'm gonna leave him alone like clearly if, if he's like plugged in i'm like unless i absolutely need something <laughs> yeah. i'm not talking to this guy yeah you know which is it's actually kind of nice i mean there have been days when we've been in the office and we've said like two words yeah, to each yeah, other yeah but when we've spent true every day for the last <laughs> exactly when you've spent every day for the last five years together sometimes it's like we don't need to talk about it no and also you guys you guys have come oh so we'll talk about it with like hallelujah and stuff i remember when we first started dating, it was like in the first month or something, you took me to yeah. Hollywood and I met you for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, it's too early to meet friends. It's way too early to meet What's, friends. What space were you guys in? Stuart. In the, the small? Old, in the one before the small, the small, small one. one. Yeah, in Brooklyn with all the style, artists right? around. Yeah. 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 That, yeah Which felt like such a big studio at that was the time. A, that was a huge change for us. Yeah. yeah. That and now look at what you... Oh, yeah. like that's a whole other... Well, that's what's that's so crazy. It's because like in those first few months that I met him... So we, much had changed We grew yeah. so much during those first few months. I quit my job. Yep. With bartending. All of that happened right when I met him. Yeah. 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 So thanks, Pete. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> I also want to say like Pete has... Pete, you've had like a huge impact on our business just in like being a sounding board for like how do we price this? How do we, what do we do? And then, you know, you came in and kind of like cracked the whip on a lot of things, which (laughs) like in a very beneficial way. Um, I think one of which was like understanding our value. Like you kind of, I think in a way like Mm. helped us like, Mm-hmm. Oh, what you're doing is good, and therefore you should be doing it this yeah. way. Um, that was like yeah. a huge yeah, shifting be, point for yeah. us too, and like clearly identifying what we are as a company. I think that was like a huge help because when you had had a conversation with him, you're like, "This is the way I think we should go." It was like, "Oh, duh!" Like, yeah, it was like he was there the whole he time. He was so helpful in that whole with all the growth from last year for sure. Absolutely. Well, you guys went from yeah. doing something that you were taking a risk on that you love and enjoy to, okay, this could be something more substantial. And that's yeah. where the work comes in, right? You know, it's like that passion. Now let's make it into something that's sustainable. Yeah. And the, I mean, the, the hard, I would say the hardest part was the first, you what, four more. years that we were doing it. And towards, towards, before COVID, it was like, we were just like yeah. streamlined and like lean and mean and like things kind of just all fell into place. And 
everything just got so much e- yeah not, you guys not like full, easier yeah. but like harder but like not in a how are we gonna survive kind of way yeah, it was like we now found we're our group. digging into this like we let's really fucking get creative yeah. yeah and you guys established what your brand is and who your clients are and that's why yeah. i think you had this flood of work because people were like, okay, we are positioned here in the market. Yeah. And you just had so many clients coming. That's our type of business. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to ask a couple questions about your long distance because you met when you were both living in New York and mm-hmm. then Pete moved to LA for a year. Yeah. Over a year. Yeah. Just over a year. Yeah. And now back in New York and Corey and I had, we did long distance for three and a half years, three and a half years. So it, it's tough. And also it's, it was a somewhat new-ish relationship when you left. So mm. how, did you, how did you navigate that? And how did you deal with being in a long-distance relationship? <sighs> that, was, that was really hard for me, <laughs> uh, like in the very beginning. We, because we hadn't really been dating long enough, for me to feel super confident or for either of us to feel super confident that it was a real thing. Mm -hmm. Him leaving was really scary. I feel like, Mm. or really it was just like a kind of a throwing things into the unknown. Yeah. Um, We hadn't, I had, we hadn't even said, I love you yet. Yes, we did. We hadn't. I thought you guys said it was that last night before you left. Yeah, but then I hadn't left yet. It was last. It was literally (laughs) the last last night. Down to the wire. Well, so, <laughs> it no, was down to the wire. Yeah. It was the night before he left, and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna say it now." So we went out to drinks, and I said it, and it was fine. <laughs> and it was fine. <laughs> and everything was fine. But we essentially were just like, "Let's just day by day." Yeah. Just exactly. one day at a time. Yeah. And yeah. That's that. I think that helped again to what I said earlier. Like small chunks, you know, just take yeah. it one day at a time. And that's what that's what I think what got us through. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think from my from just country hopping from what I've done for like the last five years, just country yeah. to country to country. I was like, let's just, let's not put anything into the world that's too heavy or serious right yeah. now because there's no, you can't promise anything. You can't, you no. know, you have no idea what the circumstances no are going to oh, yeah. be. Totally. So it's day by day. And that's what we did. But I think that first kind of two months or three months, when you, when you move to a new city or a new country, like, especially when you move on your own, you're trying, and even as a couple, you're trying to establish how you fit into that world. Yeah. And part of that is what you were saying, killing one's old self, if, if you will. It's like you're trying to mold yourself into how this world is. And LA is very different to New York. Oh, yeah. And it was really difficult that first kind of couple of months because I was like, God, what, what, how is this going to, you know, how are we yeah. going to do this? Because it's not, it's, it's whatever, six hour flight. It's not like it's just up the road. It's, yeah. it's, quite a distance and the time zone was different and all that kind of stuff. But then we just realized it was like, this is not something to just let go. You know, it's worth, it's worth, yeah, it became very worth the work. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, as a sitting next to him, well, as you guys are doing that, I mean, I, I just couldn't help but like empathize because I was like, dude, I, I know. Like yeah. I, I felt it so deeply because I'm like, it fucking sucks. Dude. There are some days where it's like, oh my God, it's it so horrific. Yeah. Like, oh. But I honestly loved going to LA every month. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. Yeah. I, got I my, definitely encouraged yeah. him. I'm like, yeah. you go, just yeah. go. I got medallion status. <laughs> That's right. 
That's a lot to thank for that long distance. Yeah. Did you like trade as to, did you, you, seems like you went to LA a lot. Like we had a rule or we tried to have a rule that whenever we said goodbye, we knew when we were going to see each other next. Like mm. that was advice that was given to me, I think by my mom when yeah. we went long distance was like, always know when you're going to see the person next. Yeah. And we tried to go like every four ish weeks with seeing each other. There was a couple <clears throat> of times that it was longer yeah. than that, but yeah. did you have that or was it just like, I'll see you when I see you? We kind of had that. We, um, whenever we were towards the end of whatever the visit was, it was only in the last couple of days. Okay. When is the next? Yeah. Yeah. When we, is the next I feel like we almost always had another date though. It was generally Are every we? three weeks. Generally. Yeah. Unless when I was filming Spring Because Break. he yeah. was, because yeah. 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 I do not remember that. Thing. I was yeah. going there really often. It was quite a lot. And we would alternate. We'd be like, okay. Yeah. It's like, I came here twice. I think Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you you came so many times to LA. I came yeah. like, I was lucky because the company I was working for at the time in LA, they flew me over here a lot, so. But we were both coming back and forth for work a lot. Too. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That was super helpful. And you, you were in London when you went for your birthday, right? Mm. Yeah. So you saw each other. Yeah, so I was working in London. That was a happy accident. Yeah, love that. Yeah, that was a really happy accident. That was so fun. Yeah, yeah. dude, I, 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 and like as I was thinking about your year last year, you did so much travel. Yeah. That I'm like you. It's kind of nice that you got to do all that before like oh, yeah. all of this happened. Yeah. You two yeah. also. Nathan went everywhere. You did. A, you both did a really good job of doing vacations together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're so yeah. important. Vacations are yeah. like we it's need a to get must better at that. for. It oh my really god. Because like a lot of times our. Va- I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was interrupting you. Oh, all I was gonna say was it's like one thing that I made a promise to myself back when I was a freelancer was you have to go on a, a month away every year. Yeah. Somewhere different. It just is so good for the soul. Yeah. At least a month's break, disconnect, recalibrate, and then come back. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went to full-time work. <laughs> and it just stopped happening. Yeah. And, and you, you know, love traveling. I love traveling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've traveled lots of places, but it's like, it's so important for growth, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. We we kind of got into this when we first moved to New York, like our when we were young and broke, our vacations were going to visit family in California. And it really it's not when you go home to visit family, it's not a vacation. It's no, it's Ooh, but really that awesome. was the money yeah, that was the money we used to course, to fly yeah, across the country yeah. to see That's family. Quality time. Yeah. I mean, but we, we need yeah. to get better about yeah. And we, we still yet to of, go on our honeymoon, so there yeah, you go. <laughs> three years three later, years we later. still haven't gone on our honeymoon. Which we said at the beginning of the year, it was like this is going to be our yeah, year. Yeah, we like picked a place, and, and well, like, we we had decided like the southern coast of Asia, and then Corona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, we'll a hard stop on that. <laughs> well, Maybe we'll not see. Asia. Right, travel's yeah. a bit tricky, right about that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Do you guys have uh, anything? Oh, okay. I would like to ask, um, since we're really big on love languages, which we've mentioned before, mm-hmm. do you two know each other's love languages? Do, do you know you your know own? My, do, do you know, know your own love, love languages? Language? I guess. Do I, you know? I don't. I wish I people know. could see Pete's <laughs> face. <Okay. laughs> oh, dude, he farted. Oh, Otis. That's oh, not me. That's the dog. That was Otis. Otis. That was right after I wish Pete, people could see Pete's face. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay. Um, how do we so find out what our okay? Love so love languages. Five different love languages: quality time, acts of service, physical touch, words of affirmation, and gifts. And oftentimes the way you receive love is different than the way you give love. Sometimes it's the same. So it's kind of like you just kind of have to figure out like what do you, um, is like how is it most important for you to give or receive love? 
Like for me, quality time is the way I love to give, which is why I'm like, don't leave me. Mm. Um, but, or sir, the way I like to receive is quality time. I like to give through either acts of service or quality time. So I don't know if you know, to know, but when it was a big turning Pete, point. If you were going to do something nice for someone, what's I, your I definitely know my love language would absolutely be acts of service. Like yeah. things I do. Yeah. Rather than like gifts, giving or receiving gifts, I get so weirded out by all of that. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, god, same. I just I much prefer to do something nice or cook something nice or yeah. you know, do those kind of little gestures, put some flowers on the table or you yeah. know, something like that. That's definitely my love. How receiving? I don't know. I'd say all of them. Yeah, you are very much <laughs> I give love me gifts. <laughs> I love acts of service. <laughs> love quality time. No, I I'd say physical touch, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's mine as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, I mean, receiving. Pe- people who listen to our podcast are like, oh my God, Alex, you've said this a thousand times. But it was a big turning point in our relationship because the way I give, my one of my lowest is physical touch. And the way he receives, his highest is physical touch. Wow. So it was really important for us to realize that. One, I need to step up my physical touch game. <laughs> and two, he needs to realize when I don't... If I'm not touching him, it doesn't mean I don't love him. Yeah, it's yeah, just that's yeah, not yeah, the way course. I yeah, yeah, yeah. give love. Yeah. So it's it's something I like to ask couples because it was such an important part of our relationship. Yeah, gotcha. So Nate, you uh, would say physical touch is your... Maybe. Like is there a quiz? Is there... Yes, there is a quiz online that you can take. Yeah. Um, quiz. I would guess that. I, I think that. But giving? Um, maybe acts of service. Yeah. You do, yeah, I mean, I see that with you. You do a lot for your friends. Yeah. If your friends ask you to do anything, if you can, yeah. if you can do it, it's done. Yeah. And it's done like really well. Like that's, yeah. He's always willing to like help a friend out. Um, I've seen, yeah, I've seen that with like people coming into the yeah. studio or, yeah, you know, definitely. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, you always show up for stuff too. Like if, if, if that's what I also like, he's always down to like go out and like, do something or be yeah. a part of the group or whatever it, yeah. yeah i'm a yes a, man i love that definitely yeah. definitely yes i man. am too yeah. i am too yeah. yeah learning to say no except is, when it's I'm a not. hard no <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah pete's definitely not a yes man he's a i'll need to be convinced sort of yeah. man. i love that yeah um, i have um, a personal question which might be difficult. I don't know. So a lot of people are saying like, you know, having a relationship in quarantine is either kind of like a make or break situation. And you two have went long distance for a year and a half ish. (laughs) And now it's like you're living together and you're stuck together. Like, is there anything that you've learned about each other or... Maybe something that's brought you closer? Yeah, something I, I was trying to stay on the positive side of the yeah, like, <laughs> Something brought you closer Have we together. had fights? Yes, me yes. uh, Every couple fights, that's yeah, yeah, obvious. Yeah. Um, what do you, I'll let you go. Look, I, I think <laughs> we went from, so we went from like dating for a year, mm-hmm. you know, getting a little bit close and Nathan was over my house that I was living in at the time. Then we went to fully long distance and then we came back to living in each other's space, being quarantined together. But also on top of that was we had no furniture for like yeah. a full uh, that's month. Right. So yeah. all my furniture didn't arrive from LA. So we were literally sleeping on that living room floor. You saw the bed. Yeah. yeah. That was the setup. It was one room 
for a full month of like yeah. no no dishes, you couldn't cook. Yeah. We were getting takeout, and it was like it was a real test for us. I think yeah, of like yeah. you know for a couple to be like, okay, you, you can't go out. You can't. I've moved. I just moved back to New York to be like, oh my god, I'm so excited to be back here. Yeah. And then I can't leave the <laughs> no, house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a real test, but I think I personally think we just thrived through it. Like there were moments for us, like okay, we. The, the best thing I think came from it was we were both just really honest with each other of like, yeah. today I feel really, yeah. really flat. Like just yeah. just saying it when you wake up, today I feel really flat. And the other wasn't being like, okay, let's try and perk you up. Yeah. Come on, let's go for a walk. Like, it was just like, you know what, you just there. sit in that, you know? Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. I think a lot of our sort of obstacles in these first few months might, might have been around furniture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Sit over there. <laughs> like, Can sit you over just there. sit just a little in that corner and I'll sit in this corner just for a little break? <laughs> no, no. I think a lot of it was just around like I, Pete's very particular about <laughs> things and I'm less particular, but there are some things I'm particular about. So I think it's been a journey figuring that out but i think That's it's made us stronger absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And, I, and i think a real test of any relationship yeah. is putting a tv on the wall <laughs> right it's like it needs to be done this way no it needs to be done this oh, way oh yeah yeah that was a real test for us and i think it established like ways to communicate <laughs> yeah. I, I i go back to this one moment we were living in we used to live in this gigantic house and it was just like parties we called it the college house it was on college avenue and moving out of that house, we had this gigantic piece of furniture. Oh, I think it was a yeah. couch. <laughs> and it was fucking 110 degrees. <laughs> and it was just us two, like, trying oh, to move furniture around. God. And we couldn't get it through this doorway. I mean, we were at it for, like, 45 minutes trying. I've, I have sent, blocked this from my memory. Dude, like, I only know this happened we, because and we I were like trust his memory. And we were, like, yelling at each other. And I'm like, no, I'm like, it fucking has to go, like, this way. And we, like, going through it. And then, like, it's just, it was... It was so frustrating, and, but we like got there. And then like the the other thing I remember, uh, we were moving into our Willoughby house. Yeah. And it was super hot, and we had both just kind of been like bickering all day. And we finally got like everything moved in. We had like just got everything, and I was just covered in sweat. And I was like, "Take your clothes off. Let's have sex." Oh. It was just like one of those like uh, we were both kind of like angry at each other. I was like, "Fuck it. Like yeah, let's just like yeah, go yeah. for it." Like. But I mean, you know, it was it was like a huge learning experience, like because you're either like angry and pissed off, and then like the first time I was like I don't want to talk to you, and the second yeah. time I was like let's figure let's yeah, do something yeah, else. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but like, well, I witnessed that when we were moving the office, and I think um, it was like me, you, and Pete like trying to get this big table out of the office. And I was like, it needs to go up and then out. Like, it has to be on its end. And then Pete was like, no, no, no. And I was like, this is not going to work. And then, and then Corey stepped in and was like, why don't we try? Like, what if like this happens? And I'm like, okay, let's try. That's exactly what I was saying. And then that worked. <laughs> but I was like, Corey's like calm getting through that situation. And I was like, okay. I, I was like, he's dealt with this before. Yeah, oh, trying to get really? furniture out of doorways. That's the real test Dude, of our it really is. It really so is. Cool. <laughs> it involves a couch. The crucible. Yeah. The crucible, yeah. It really does. Oh, man. So during during this uh, quarantine, is anything, like, funny? Anything that really popped out in your mind that was, like, funny? I want to... Uh, we got to wrap this up. Um, I don't mind. I'll, st I'll start. Yeah, go for it. We went on a hike for our birthday, and um, Erica and me and 
my cousin and her boyfriend were in, in like the front of the pack. And then Corey and his brother and his girlfriend were in the back of the pack. And Erica was trying to explain this K Stephen King book to us. And she, <laughs> and she was like, well, it's about a girl who gets like lost in the woods and her only savior is thinking about this baseball guy. And I can't remember his name, but it starts with a T, Tom. I think it's Tom. And then she turns back and she goes, you guys know baseball? <laughs> and Corey goes, yeah, I've yeah. heard of it. <laughs> She goes, she, well, she looked back and she goes, you guys know baseball, right? And I was like, yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> just like, it just like, for some, like the entire group, bro, I didn't think it was that funny, but apparently it was very funny. Oh, it was so funny. And then, well, then she was like, is there a baseball guy that starts with T or Tom? And then both Casey and Corey like ratted off a few and she's like, no, that's not it. That's not it. We went and for, there but there was like, like 10 names we wrote off. Then they were like, well, who is it? And she was like, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> oh, oh God. gosh, it was so, so funny. Silly. Wow. Anyway. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah, you guys know baseball? Yeah, I've heard of it. Oh, yeah. That oh, God. That's Corey's yes. kindness right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've heard of it. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I think there might have been a little sarcasm in there, too. Yeah, there definitely <laughs> yeah, it's just a touch. Just, just a, a touch. touch. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. That made me laugh the most. I yeah. Think. I was watching an episode of Parks and Rec the other night, and anytime there's, like, Ron heavily featured, Ugh. I just die. But um, <laughs> it was the one where he gets back together with Tammy, too, and he comes out of jail, and his mustache is gone. And they're like, what happened to your mustache? She's like, it was rubbed off. <laughs> just, oh, friction. <laughs> friction. Yeah, he said friction. I just, like, love Nick Offerman. Yeah. I just think he's so That funny. show is so Oh, I wonder if he had to shave that part. It was definitely shaved off. Because For sure. then in like the next episode, it's back. Oh, so. God, it's so funny. Just buzzed off. I need to see it. I need to oh, see it's it. Such a funny show. We've had we've had so many fun little things since getting Otis. Oh, I'm sure. But the other yeah. night we had a little bit to drink as we always do every night. <laughs> of course. And Nathan and I were both taking in turns doing Otis's voice. <laughs> It was so funny. So he would go into the bedroom and then pop his head around and Nathan would do, hey guys, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and then we're sitting on the couch and he'd say, what are you eating? And then he would come up and sniff. It was, it's, I was cry yeah. laughing. It was, it was so very funny. funny. Like, oh, oh, here goes, I might sit down, yeah. Maybe I'll have this. Oh, no, 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 I'm good. I don't need anything. <laughs> oh, maybe I'll try a little bit. You know, this dog is like trying to eat our food. Oh, it was very, oh, yeah, that's man. definitely the hardest I've laughed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's through really quarantine. Any, any embarrassing moments after moving in together for the first time? I had mine today. It was like to do with Nathan. It was like the only way to get, again, it's the foster pub. The only way to get Otis to run now is if you show him a stick. So I was like, I need to go for a walk and find a stick. And you know, with little puppies and your animals, you have this voice you put on mm -hmm. and you, when you love them and you talk to them. Yeah. And because the streets have been empty, I was looking for sticks and I found like a, a little grassy knoll and I was looking around and I was picking up sticks. So <laughs> picking up sticks and I was like, what do you think of this one? Do you like this one by me? Do you like this one by me? And then, and then he nibbles it, puts it down. I was like, what about this one by me? And I stood up and turned around and there's a man sitting on his like front step. <laughs> Just staring at me, and I was like, "Oh God, run, run, by, run, by, run, 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 run,
Mine was actually today too, I think. I was just sitting on the couch and this we have like a lamp in the corner. <laughs> that lamp right there. That's like a little precarious. <laughs> and I was just like like glazed like quarantine glazed over fully yeah. and just like the lamp totally like fell. Like one of the legs like gave so way and it right like oh, yeah. and it like fell right towards me. And it was probably a full five minutes later. <laughs> Five minutes later, he's like, "Oh, like, oh, I'm like, oh I'm God!" <laughs> but he literally. I think my, I think my actual skin. reaction was, "Oh, God!" <laughs> and it was so delayed, but my brain is just like moving so slowly. I would have loved to have seen it. It was very funny. I was like, "Oh my God, that fell like five minutes." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, well, I had an embarrassing moment today. I um, this is actually this is this was it's, it's also mortifying. For some reason, birthdays dates in my mind are like just oh, I can't gosh. figure them out. There's literally something going on. So I had set an alert on my phone to notify me x amount of days before apparently. Uh, of my dad's birthday. So I called my oh, dad wow. this morning. And I was like, happy birthday. He's oh, like, gosh. it's not my birthday. And I was like, it's the second year in a row I've done it. And I was like, dad. Yeah, that you today, called him way too early? Yeah. yeah, I told him like way too early. And I was like, I'm like, I'm a horrible son. A week, a week, a week a early. Week early. A week early. He's like, hey, Cora picks, or he picks up the like, phone. Hey, Cora's like, hey, birthday boy. Like, hey, boy. Like, oh, and Steve was like, it's not, not my birthday. birthday. <laughs> 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 Last year, you're 2020. Well, clearly, <laughs> 2019. Clearly, yeah. you're good with alerts. Why don't you just set it on the oh. day of his birthday? <laughs> I'm so dumb. I'm so dumb. And I'm then so, he was so... like, and then Corey goes, yes, it is. <laughs> like, Steve wouldn't know like when he wouldn't his know birthday. His own birthday. <laughs> Yes, it is. Mortified. Wow, well, at least you remembered. <laughs> but I mean, like, dude, the other thing is, like, we, I, we, this is a recent realization where I was like, I'm kind of like not, I'm like over celebrating, like, I've never really been a big, like, my, this, oh, it's my birthday. Oh. You right. know? Yeah, me neither. Like, I like, I like being around people. So, like, that's fun. Yeah, like, yeah, if yeah. there's an excuse to get together, like, let's do it. But now I was like, wow need to celebrate my birthday anymore but it's nice yeah. to call people on their mm, birthday mm. so i like wanted to be doing that but i was just like Ooh. you know yeah but yeah that was embarrassing yeah. for me birthdays are a weird concept to me if yeah anyway, what about you? um so our fridge has been freezing our produce and it's driving me nuts and i kept adjusting the temperature I finally looked up the manual and then I realized that I have been turning it colder every single time. <laughs> and like I put a, a tip for making your produce or your um, herbs, fresh herbs last longer is to treat them like flowers, like put them in a water. water in a yeah. glass of water and the water froze. It became an ice cream. You had it very cold. Well, because I kept turning it down. Like every other day I was like, okay, I'll just do one notch, one notch, but I was making it colder <laughs> and not warmer. So then I figured that out. I was like, ah, turn it all the way up. Read the fridge manual. That's like good. Our fridge does, our fridge does so many There's things. So many we had to look up know. a manual. Yeah. I don't, I still am confused Dude, on some of them. And like our, our oven is not like this one. It's oh, our just so it's just weird. It's no, so I saw it. Yeah, it's just saw it. It's just it's like so little. Weird. It doesn't say yeah, anything. Yeah. So you have to like every time we want to learn like how do we broil? You have to like go online and then like yeah. look at the symbol. Yeah. I need it's to like, make a map. <laughs> oh, we should do that. Whoa. Yeah. yeah, it's so weird. I've never had an oven like that. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for taking the time. This has been absolutely. Obviously this so was lovely. so fun. Thank you. Yeah. It was I love fun. you guys. Um, 
Pete, I know your documentary isn't out. Is there like a no, timeline? Nothing. No. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. But when it is out, it is we'll out. let the people yeah. know. This is a pre, know. pre, pre, pre pitch. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Otis is crying. Otis let's is wrap crying. this. Let's yeah. wrap this up. Uh, thank you all for listening. We will see you next week. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bye. Stay safe, everyone. I'm stealing conversation. It's about to go. Somewhere quiet we can go